Talk to me, Goose. Talk to no, me, Goose. No, no, it's it's not. It's more like, talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. Talk nice to me, Goose. I want to talk about work. No, 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 no. no. I don't want to come in here and talk about that. I was like, how can I help you? I want to talk about work. Let's talk about work. It's great. Good to see Val. It Welcome, was. everyone. Yeah, it was good to see Val. Yeah. Welcome. Good the W's podcast, Top Gun Maverick edition, um, because Bryce and I saw it within the past couple since we last recorded, and um, it just grabs you by the the heart and the lungs and a few other vital organs and just pulls you right in. And it's Tom Cruise being full Tom, 100% unadulterated, premium, grass-fed, wholesome, high-octane, full-adrenaline Tom, 200 cc's of injected straight into the aorta, just pow, bypass the entire circulatory system, just straight into your heart because, damn, it was so good. Mm. It's just tasty. Mm. It's what mm. you want. It's what you're looking and for. Seen the fourth Thor movie on Sunday. As uh, well, which love I'm, and thunder, or is it thunder and love? Love and thunder. I love and love and thunder. Okay. Or is it thundering love? Could be. You know. Not you'll that, find out on no, Sunday. You'll you know. find out. You'll don't find bring out. kids. Don't bring kids into the theater. You don't know what you're going to see. Or feel. get some people going. Or, or feel. feel. You can feel yeah. a lot. A lot. Feel a lot. Um, speaking of a lot, Bryce, we are juiced. You're stuffed to the rafters in this one today. So, um, we're stuffed to the rafters go- with Mariners ball game wins. That's what we're okay, stuffed yes. with. Got, got seven of them. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Bryce is going to feel good. And I'm going to try and temper expectations with a modicum of hope. So we're going to talk about the Mariners recent run. But not, not yet. Not yet. We'll get uh, there. And then we'll get there. Um, we're going to talk about USC and UCLA leaving oh, for the big God. 10. And then, um, as promised, Something everyone's been clamoring for. I've uh, been getting letters in the mail. Everyone. Um, emails, video chats, phone calls. emails, phone calls, even a couple of faxes. Um, Bryce opened up a pager line. Um, he's getting pages from people because mm-hmm. uh, they want to hear about the 104th Tour de France, Bryce. This they, is what they, they, they want. Do. This is what the people want. And uh, what do we do, Tyler? Clamoring. We bring, we, we're going to bring things to, you know, to people. Fruition. Fruition. We're, want, just, bring it to we're just humble moisture put it on farmers. The table. We're going to say like what Uncle we Owen. need to say, how we feel, mm. and we're going to let people, you know, do what they need to and, do with that information. And, and Give the people what they want. Several Slovenian names. A lot of names. A lot of names. But that's okay. It, is, it comes uh, with the territory. Primos. Primos is not a first name I heard before. So those are the three kind of big hitters we got. Um, and then um, we do have sandwiched on either end of that is some – some big, uh, well, not big, but bigger Seahawks news, and then um, shaking and moving in the NBA. So, mm-hmm. um, so two things, Bryce. Mm-hmm. Um, today looks like Chelsea are going to sign Raheem Sterling, uh, yes. which is great, and uh, Tottenham signed Charleston, which I think is a good signing. It's I think a Con- really good signing. Yeah, I think Conte will get the best out of him. Let me just—I texted you and Dad the stats. Yeah, so Raheem. It was 337 games with City, had 225 goal contributions. That's really good. <laughs> it's really good. That's that's it's elite. It's it, really it's good. It's almost so good. Are you how how old is Sterling? It's 20, 27. 27. 27. He's in his physical prime. He's in his prime. Yeah, he's in his prime. He's in his prime. He's probably got he's three his... or four more years in his prime. With what his else he's looking to get. With his pace. With his and pace. but then so you know, leaves question marks about Timo Werner and um 
Hakeem Ziyech would probably be the one to move on there. Be ousted, plenty yeah. Of people, yeah, plenty of people interested there. And then they're also looking at, I think his first name's Matthew. Matthew Delect out of uh, Juventus. Um, but Bayern are also trying to get him center back because the oh, Christensen's yeah. gone. The guy from has gone. Yeah, so they're going to have to... Yeah, yeah, so they're they're gonna have to pay a you know a premium for a center back. It's, it's just a it's a must. Delict might be one of the most you know, pricey center backs in the world right now. 70, he's, 75 is what he's Bayern an have offered. Excellent player. Mm-hmm. He's an excellent mm-hmm. player. Twenty two. Yeah. No, he was mm-hmm. a stud for Ajax four years ago. Incredible team. What <laughs> they remember that Ajax team made it to the semifinals just is kind of against Tottenham. Like, hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me again, reminds me of that Monaco team from a couple of years earlier that had, you know, Bernardo Silva, had Falcao, had Kylian Mbappe, had Bakayoko, had yes. I'm um, forgetting someone else. That that team was absurd. And so like, you know, those teams kind of get built up and then get parsed out. So he's he's a legacy of that. So mm-hmm. anyway, they're looking at him. So that's that's the soccer stuff. We'll have more about that in the future. Yeah. But uh, today, Bryce, um, sad face for you and I. We were we were hoping, we were dreaming, we were on that David Bowie blue lightning tiger in the sky hoping baker mayfield to become a seattle seahawks he is not he is going to the panthers um yeah for a uh conditional fifth round pick could be a fourth round pick bryce could um be a sixth round pick they're also picking up 10 million dollars of his salary yeah, which is are. insane because how much are they paying for deshaun watson not to play like 40 this year it's like 30. so I, I i i heard something it's not 40 it's 1 million which kind oh. of begs a bigger question here. We're going to get it. Yeah. So they're only paying Deshaun 1 million this year. Correct. But there, there's some, there's some depth to this. And when I say mm-hmm. that is they signed that mega deal. Let's plumb these the depths. First year, his salary is $1 million. After that, oh. then it's 43, 44, 45, whatever the hell it was, which oh. makes you think the Browns were like, yeah, no, this guy sexually assaulted women, so we're just going to pay him a million dollars. We're okay with that. No, we're okay with that. We know he's going to get suspended because what he did actually happened. But but then but then he's going to be our then he's going to be, be our, our, guy. Our, our guy. The guy yeah. who hasn't pay, played a quarterback since uh the end of 2020. Oh, oops. Um, when they didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. the guy who again Sexually assaulted many women. He's got injury mm-hmm. issues in his past. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, not great. Not Doesn't great. Doesn't look good. No. And Baker Mayfield was previously their first round pick who got them to the playoffs for the first time since and 90. First playoff win. Got, got to the playoffs and won a game against their nemesis, the Pittsburgh Steelers in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. I... I, I I understand that Baker. I understand that Baker's not everybody's cup of tea. He's not. He maybe not be the the guy off the field. I know Colin Coward doesn't love him, but I think Colin Coward does like Baker. Oh, I think he does. I think he really but, likes Baker, but he just kind of chose that narrative to, to just stick to crap. it. Yeah, he's he stuck to, to he it. He had to stick to it once he started it. Exactly. That's what you got to do. But he he's not he's not a bad quarterback. Okay, far from it. He's an he's an above average quarterback in this league. Better than Sam Darnold better than Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just don't. Which is why the Panthers got him. And it's just so classic as to why the, the why it's the Browns that had him. Can't, won a playoff game. Way. 
They can't get out of their own way. They they had nope. you. You've had two good seasons in the NFL, and here you are. And Baker was being as greedy together as, with paper clips and duct tape towards the end of last year. Yeah. Um. Just just a travesty. Physically, physically. falling was, apart. And he was still. He was out there working. Out there so, slinging. So yeah, don't. I, you know, the dumpster fire will be a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um. So it will be interesting to see what happens at Carolina because they just drafted. Did they draft Willis? They no, it was Tennessee Titans drafted Malik Willis. Uh, but the, you know they tight uh, the the Panthers drafted um um they got the kid out of uh Ole Miss. What was his Matt name? Carroll? Matt Corral. Corral. Golden they Corral. got him. So okay. it's Corral, Darnold, and Baker. Yeah, hell of a preseason Good training camp. I guess it'll, you know. Um, I think that spells the end of Sam Darnold at Panthers. But, but no, I, I, I think the end of Sam Darnold as a starting quarterback, in, unless proven otherwise. Look for him to He's end a up perennial backup. Look yeah. for him to show up at Arizona and back Atlanta. up Kyler. Oh, yeah. Or Atlanta, Just, which has lawn furniture for quarterback. Whatever. Right now. It doesn't matter anywhere. He'll, be a, he'll, he'll yeah. be a backup for the next 10 years. He'll be a bit of a Case Keenum type thing. Yeah, he might get make yeah, a lot of money, but a successful year or two, you know, yeah, as a journeyman. Sure. Yeah, but it just doesn't look like he's got the um, no, he doesn't the, have the, the, the head on his shoulders in this no. game. Not no. not from an intelligence standpoint, but just from a, perhaps its temperament. But he sees ghosts out there. Well, he, um, and he he said that. Yeah, I guess he Patriots said, when he threw four picks. Yeah, so, that was kind of a kiss of death. That's so, tough, man. You can't you don't you don't say that. Yep. So that's the big news today. Um, and so let's uh, move on to the Mariners who are on a day off after taking two against the Padres. Um, and after, well, since we last spoke, Bryce, there was a ruckus in Anaheim um, that started because um, I can't remember who was pitching, uh, but the ball sailed on him a little bit, got close to Mike Trout's head and mm-hmm. Mike Trout didn't like it. No, apparently made it known. And so, so the angels in their infinite wisdom with interim manager, Pat Nevin, decided they were going to retaliate, which is, you know, part of baseball. That's part yeah. of the unwritten rules. Okay. You expect it. So they send out. So a few minutes, an hour before the, the, the game, the, ne- the game, the next day started, they scratch their starter and bring in an opener, mm-hmm. which for you don't know, for y'all don't know, it's kind of like you bring in a guy to open up the game for an inning. Yeah. Very rarely too. It's normally a inning. Yeah. Um, and so what they do is they try to go after Julio. Well, he, the, whoever, whoever this, you know, poser was, he couldn't actually hit Julio. So he goes through the first inning. Wait, um, wait he threw a ball behind, a fastball behind Julio's behind, head. Behind Julio. I think it was more behind his back. Still, it was high. Right. It was a high. Yeah, right. yeah it was, it was high there. and it was behind him. He, he was trying to plunk him, but he didn't do it. So, um, and so he comes out in the second inning um, and doinks Winker. And, and so Jesse's actually been on a pretty decent streak here, warming up and um, you know, he kind of takes it in his stride. And then for some freaking reason from the angels bench, Rendon, who has a body made of a fiberglass because he's not going to play for a year. It starts chirping at him for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so that sparks a brawl. People come out. JP Crawford is slinging punches, oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, and keep in mind, this is all the angels in retaliation for throwing at Mike Trout. Guess who is not involved in the fight? Mike Trout Mike stays Trout. stays in the dugout, doesn't do anything. No, 
um, and proceeds to go on a historically horrific run for him. He's like two for He's like three for his last 37. Um, but all this to say is like, you never like, you never like to see baseballs go near a player's head, obviously. So that was not, I don't think that was intentional on the Mariners part, but what the angels did they came out Bush league, tried to hit two players in the Mariners. And then, you know, all of this because Mike Trout didn't like the ball up near his head and he doesn't show up. Winker shows up, JP shows up, you know, the whole team kind of comes together. And from there they lose the next game against the, the Baltimore Orioles. But since then they're seven and two, Yep, they're seven and two after that hangover game. And so, um, Hard to say that, so I can, but right now, like it is a revolving door because they got injuries and now they got suspensions. And so, Bryce, you know, who won the game yesterday for the Mariners? JP had his triple at the end of the game, but it was it was Dylan Moore and Sam Haggerty. <laughs> Sam, Sam Haggerty, <laughs> gadgets, you know, Gadget and those, and, and they both got thrown out, like you know, trying to steal bases. And I think was it yeah. Haggerty? Was it Haggerty or Dylan Moore dropping dropping the bunt and trying to turn it into? <laughs> Yeah, that was one triple. <laughs> he tried to do, hey, you know what? I, I, I like it, but nope, you're not going to do that against a major league team. And but I like actually, it. I do like it. I I have a question for you. Okay. Um, we'll get back to the streak here. So there's an interesting yeah. play yesterday where the Padres have a man on third with one out. Okay. And so ball is it's not really a pop up. It's more of a line drive. Um, down the left field line, it was never it a dying come. coil. Oh, it landed no, 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 foul. No, no, no. No, it w- well, yeah, it, it was foul, but mm-hmm. Haggerty catches it, mm-hmm. therefore allowing the you know <clears throat> the runner at third to tag and score. Right, is the smarter baseball play there to let it drop? Yeah. Is the is the out more valuable than the run? Which is there's a real question that there. Is a, that's I a think, great question. I think, I, I think it was going from I think, four one to four two. I so think there was in padding. the moment because there was a runner on first and only one out. Third. No, 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 first and third. Oh right, 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 right. I remember this play. Um, it was a pop out. It was Haggerty and left. I, mm-hmm. I I remember. Yeah, I remember what you're talking about. It was runner. The Mariners were up four to one. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. That's a it's a great question because you had one out. There's a runner on third and first. If you catch it, you give up a run, but you have two outs. If you don't, there's still a run on first and third. I think the play. I I didn't think about that. The play is to drop it and let it land foul. Yep, and let it run foul. Right. That's my thought. I didn't think about that. That's my first reaction is like, shouldn't have caught that, which is weird though, because the outs are valuable. You know, you want to get out of the inning, but my first, well, like you catch that it's a run in and out. Like yeah, the lesser of two evils, you pitch again and hopefully you get him out or like you go for the surefire out. I so, didn't think anyway, about that. That's a great question. It's an interesting baseball play, but in any case, yeah. so they take two from the Padres, which is great, really short Huge. series. And the thing is like, they've got JP and Julio in the lineup and that is it. There's no other bat. Suarez isn't hitting, and the rest of it is, yeah, not great. So yeah, so that guys are stepping up. The brawl in uh, against the Angels was it last Monday? Yeah, something like the showdown in Anaheim. The showdown in Anaheim. So since after it took a few days for the suspensions to kick in, but they have, mm-hmm. and yet they're winning games. Mm. 
So, yeah, no, you're right. Ty France is out on injury. Mitch Hanniger is out on injury. Winker's Kyle serving Lewis. his suspension. Kyle Lewis is out on a rehab assignment injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio got his suspension down to one game or maybe negate just down to mm-hmm. zero. Um, and then JP, JP served, had a, one. Uh, served his suspension. Mm-hmm. So they're winning, they're winning games. They're not scoring a whole lot of runs, but what are they doing, Tyler? Winning. They're winning and why? Why? Are they, because they're scoring more runs than the other team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The numbers on their side of the scoreboard are bigger than the other side. God. <laughs> so they're one of the best pitching teams in baseball right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, top three. Yeah, it's very good. They have a top three starting pitching staff in the last two months by far. Mm-hmm. Robbie Ray uh, has had five straight excellent starts. Added Chris a third pitch. is huge. He's, he's he's pitching his ass off. Marco Gonzalez is is kind of the marker that we think going seven strong, ninety five hundred pitches, three hits, one run. It's really that's kind of straightforward. Gilbert and Kirby, I mean they're they're pitching very very well. Um, and their bullpen is coming back. It's kind of coming alive. We got Munoz, who's that that flamethrower in the seventh inning. Yeah, he hit 102 um, to strike out Machado. Yes, and that was that that was like a huge pitch. They they they're, they're kind of coming up in those clutch moments. Um and so I I heard a um I heard an interview with um with Jerry Depoto about 2 months ago. Um maybe a month and a half ago and it was they were Mariners were struggling. They weren't winning games, but they're 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 playing well as a baseball team, but they're just not winning games. And he just like the, the stats and the numbers we're seeing just aren't supporting the record and the, and the results. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. he's like, it, pretty much by the, by the law of averages and the numbers that we're getting, we're going to start winning games. I think we're starting to see that right now. They're still not the very great offensively. They're having some moments where they can score eight, nine runs. And they, they played well against the Padres, but they're winning those two to one games, those three to one games, instead of losing those. That's the team that they were last year. That's the way they're playing right now. Um, they uh, holistically, they had to go on a run, and they're going on one right now. They they needed yeah. to. They're what two games under five hundred? One game, under one game under five hundred. And last time we talked, it was ten. So yeah, going going into a series against the Blue Jays, which is huge, which would be one of the wild card teams. So this series against the Blue Jays is 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 massive. Um and um you know and and the Blue Jays they're on a five game skid, four or five game mm-hmm. skid right now. Um and their their ace, uh, Kevin Gossman, might not play. So you know, things are kind of lining up. That's the way baseball works. That's what happens in such a long season. You're going to go through those stretches where it doesn't really line up. It's not working for mm-hmm. you. And then, boom, things kind of work out. Um, so they had to go on a run in order to stay in it, and they're in it. Um, I believe they're going to be a game or two above 500 by the time the um, the All-Star break comes along. And any team that's around 500 at the All-Star break has a chance. Look at the they Atlanta Braves last year. They can compete. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, no, they, they look good. They're playing together. They're finding ways to win with, with yeah. players who 
you know, are, are stepping up when they need uh-huh. them to. And so, and that's the recipe you need. And that's kind of part of the, one of the ingredients they had last season that kind of got them so close. So right. it's good to see that spirit again in them coming, uh, coming together. Right. Um, and then really quick, Jared Kalanick check. So okay. he's down, he's down in Tacoma um, getting himself sorted out. Mike Salk actually interviewed him last week and they was talking about process and, and how he's approaching pitching, that sort of thing. So he's, just to take a look, he's down there. He's in 289. Right. Um, it's got eight home runs, 25 RBIs, OPS of uh, 876. So getting his head on straight, figuring it out. Um, and I think, you know, uh, Scott Surveyus got asked yesterday or the day before, like, hey, um, you know, with all these injury suspensions, are we going to see Jared again soon? He's like, no, we're, we're not going to, you know, we're really interested in his career development right now. So yep. that's, I, I think, in which that. is the right take. And you and I have it spoken is. about this before to bring him up too soon, et cetera, well, et cetera. Well, so. that's why they brought in the Justin Upstons of the world and the Carlos Santanas, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's like, we think Kellenic, could he come in and be the guy? Maybe, but it hasn't worked out. Just give him time. The kid's still 22 years old. So mm-hmm. um, it, you can't deny the the love of the game that this um, – that this this kid has but mm-hmm. it's it hasn't worked out you, you just no. kind of got to give him he's yeah, earned, he's point. earned that longer leash and he's using that right now um yeah gotta get it right give it right and if he comes back uh, later like in september and he's is there space for and him? he's garbage well okay then you're gonna Julio start looking and Kyle Lewis. yeah and hanniger and Winker, I mean, you kind of you just signed yeah. Winker to an eight million dollar extension, so mm-hmm. you have him for this year and next year. Um, his trade yep. value is in the can right now. So you're not going to trade him; you're going to keep true. him. Um, there isn't room for Kellenic, and he, so and the the only way for him to come in is to get a to get that call up, play eight, nine, ten games in in you know, in light of an injury or something like that, and produce. Mm-hmm. And I mean yep. produce over 280, 290, 300, like big numbers. Got to be the um, guy bringing, driving home runs. Get right. well for the for the Mariners. Getting on base, that's the big thing. It's like got to cut down the strikeouts, get more walks, and get yeah. on base. Yeah. So, and so um, I think what what they need going into this, they need another bat. I think to 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 see this through. That's that's what they need to uh, to keep this run going. So I don't know who comes to mind, if anyone, um, that they should go out there and get. But just, just they, they need somewhere else in there. Carlos Santana is in it. They, they need some well, Upton is quality. in it. They're just in there. No. They just brought those guys in for veteran leadership and maybe a couple dingers. That's the only reason. Yeah. Santana and Upton, maybe Santana will because they traded for him, but Upton won't be on the roster for much longer. No, no way. No. 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 Once, once Hanniger comes back or once uh, Kyle Lewis comes back, no, there's no way they're going to DFA him. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I like I said, they had to go on this run, and they are, and that's what good baseball teams do. Um, and so we're at the halfway point right now. Um, they've played eighty-three games, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm very much looking forward to this one. And they they got one series against the Blue Jays and one series against Cleveland. And I think that's it for the teams that are currently above them right now. I think they yeah, might play the Tampa teams. Bay one more time. But that's it. They, they, they don't play so. the Red Sox again. So Got to beat the Jays, baby. You got to beat the Jays. 
You have to bulldoze the Orioles, the Indians, the White, or not the Indians, the Guardians, the White Sox, the Rangers. You have to mm-hmm. bulldoze Angels. You got to bulldoze these teams. So, you have to, um, otherwise you're not making the playoffs. Right, right. Um, and I'll just looking at their injuries list. Um, and amongst all of this, uh, Evan White has resumed oh, his God, re- rehab great. assignment. Cool. Okay. Went zero for four with three strikeouts. But the, um, more, when I'm not... more interested in. No. <laughs> Well, he might be a prospect to trade away, um, but Hanniger has not yet progressed to run in at full speed. Nice. Great. Love that. Um, he was in Kyle, VP last week. I know that. Yeah. yeah. Kyle's Kyle's playing again. Um, he is. Post, he's in, post uh, concussion. He's in Everett. Is that right? Aqua Sox? Nope. He's with, he's played AAA and high A on okay. Sunday, I guess. Okay, cool. He played two games. Okay. Um, Right. Uh, moving on from the Mariners, um, uh, keeping it in the Pacific Northwest. Bad news, Bryce, coming out of the uh, very ineffectual Pac-12. Um, USC and UCLA are uh, packing up their money bags and headed to the uh, the Big Ten. Okay. Here's my thing. Um, besides all the political, money, financial BS baggage coming along with this decision by UCLA and mm-hmm. USC – there already is a there's a there's a big twelve, okay, uh-huh. in the southern part of the country. We uh-huh. have a big ten adding two schools, so do uh-huh. we have there, two big twelves? No, I think I think the big tw- the big ten has like fourteen teams now. If you the add hell? them together, yeah. So like the so names only, don't make only, any sense. Only the top ten is actually big. What are the other four that are bottom of the table? They're, yeah, you guys are not not big. You're almost big. Semi, you're, you're nearing you're big. half the big you're yeah okay you're not a full you're really a partial. stupid why can't <laughs> you're why can't big. why can't what we run out yeah, of names well to be fair the big 14 doesn't quite have the same ring to it as the big 10 of college football but the big 12 is bigger than the big 10 because 12 is bigger than 10 by precisely two so you're not that big because there's a conference Price, bigger than yours. Price asking the big questions here. Big, big questions. questions. Um, I'm serious. But, Why? It makes no sense to me. Well, they can't. What are they going to do? Rename it? I mean, sure. Just the big 15, the big 13. I mean, Facebook changed their thing to meta. Big 12, soon to be 14. They're kind of like the soon to be. Kind of like a like big a 12 movie, on like our way. On, on our way, like a movie so theater sign. We'll be coming soon. Coming soon. Dot, dot, USC, dot. UCLA. We'll so here's the deal. USC and UCLA bring in a crap ton of money. All the money. And a the lot names, of, the coaches. Yeah. So they've not been happy with um, their cut of the pie of the Pac-12. And part of that goes down to the owner, Larry Scott. Uh, sorry, the commissioner of the Pac-12, Larry the Scott. Worst. Who made some decisions earlier in the decade that like, ah, uh, we don't need to make. We don't need to sign a money deal. Pac-12 yeah. folks, they'll pay twenty bucks a month. No, they won't. No, we're gonna have the Pac-12 Look. network, which it's only awful ten percent of sports fans actually have because if the you know supp- Comcast, <laughs> uh, Directv, the Hopper from Dish, you got to pay an extra forty dollars sports package to get that because you can't just choose one channel. You got to get like get them all, all of them. So you got to have. Need- 
NHL, NHL I on mean, ice, 1 through 20. You need, need MLB see... extra innings, 1 through 12. Price, you price, need price, NFL price, price, overtime. Price. You need price. all of it. it makes no sense. Seen, if I'm not seeing a Thursday matinee game between the Padres and the Marlins, what am I even paying for cable for? Why, if why do I have this service? If I'm not getting the Arizona Coyotes at the Sacramento at Sacramento, why why am I doing any of this? What's the point of you know owning anything? Columbus Blue Jackets, yes, at the Vegas Golden Knights. I need it at Edmonton. I no, need it. Calgary. I need no. to have it. So, but in any case, so Larry Scott decided like we're not going to do that. No, of course um, not. Why would we? And 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 decided that the very distracted um, West Coast sports fan was going to. They we did not. Okay, and and the problem is. Uh, Schools like Washington State, Oregon State, uh, the Arizona uh, University of Arizona, like these are very regional schools. Right. No one's like Arizona basketball is big. I'll give you that. Um, yeah. But no one very still, even though people are not dialing up from the East Coast if to watch you, Arizona basketball. If, if you lose, don't live in Arizona, you're not gonna if you're if, if, yeah. if you're not gonna dial up Arizona basketball. Right. If you and, and, live in and, Idaho, you're not gonna be dialing up UCLA men's basketball. Right. Yeah. And if and if WCU Cougars are playing Oregon State at seven o'clock kickoff, guess what? It's ten o'clock on the East Coast. People are going to bed. They're done. They're not watching. Nobody sports, so. is going to watch that. And again, we're here talking about the fans on the West Coast. There's a whole mm-hmm. market on the East Coast and hell in the middle of the country. Right. A lot and, of people, a lot of money. I watch the well, SEC because it's on ABC. Channel oh, four comes with every four. count them up, every television it's, package you can possibly imagine. You're going to have ABC. You're going to have Fox. Mm-hmm. You're going to have ESPN. It's all there. Mm-hmm. Dude, the only times that the Pac-12, a Pac-12 football game is on ESPN is again at 830 Pacific time. It's it, called it's, Pac-12 it, after dark. The ratings are horrendous. Why the ratings again? Are, are, are they're similar to the food quality ratings you get for the Jack in the Box uh, tacos after dark, right? So that's the like that's. But at least I'm getting I'm getting some value. I'm getting a full stomach. I'm getting you know, and an empty one. You know, shortly after ten hours after. But, <laughs> but you're not thinking about that. But so here's the deal. So amongst all of that, Larry Scott's ineptitude. You know, the people who have the national brand, Oregon, yes. But it's not traditional power. UCLA, USC are bringing the California eyeballs to the screen. That's it. And despite the fact that USC has been not great for a decade, UCLA has been largely irrelevant in terms of competing for you know meaningful trophies. Like they still drive the revenue, and they were not. It's why people watch the Dallas Cowboys. It's a brand. Dallas Cowboys haven't done anything in twenty five years. People still watch it. Because it's you know, it's the brand, it's what they've done, exactly. it's the marketing, it's it's how available is it to you? And so they're they're taking the wave. Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. Yeah, sure. Um, UCLA, USC, USC are going to the Big Ten, yeah. so they can get a bigger piece of the money pie. And so what that the question mark it leaves is it leaves the Pac-10 with now so the Pac-12 with Stanford, Oregon, and the University of Washington. As the major teams, but the universe, is that a, it's not even, is that big enough to sustain an elite division 
No, it's not. Because even the the only teams that... Okay, and we're, we're only talking about football here, right? Only football. Men's basketball is a huge, there's a huge market for it. USC mm-hmm. had a good year a couple years ago, made it to the made it to the um, to the tournament. UCLA made it to the final four against Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oregon, yeah. Arizona, yeah. But again, there's mm-hmm. men's basketball. Utah isn't making it to the tournament. <laughs> Utah is. They're not making it what about to the Wazoo? college football. I mean. As much as I love the Cougs, they're not going to do it. I will dial up the Cougs. I will pay $50 a year to watch Cougs sports. I don't care. I'll do it. I live in Washington. If you yeah, live in a, southern South Dakota, you're not going to dial up the Cougs unless your daughter you goes care. there. You, you don't, don't care. care. You don't care. And no one else cares. And why, so, why do, why, how, how did Larry Scott not pick that up? Is it not – was he naive in his thought process and decision? Yes. Is yes. he a dipshit? I think yes. Both. A naive dipshit, which is a dangerous combination <laughs> for a commissioner of a power conference in right. NCAA. Not right. So not what you're so looking this, for. This is going to have ripple effects. The thoughts oh, are that University of Washington and Oregon are probably going to go somewhere else because the Big Twelve has been hemorrhaging teams, and so they're going to want to bring in. You know that talent. So those are the money makers, and if that happens, Bryce, the Pac-12 collapses. Stanford. I think and a Pac-12 is done. Already, I think they're done. It's just it's just a matter of time. And um, what does that mean, right? So I think we agree the University of Washington and University of Oregon will be fine. What does yeah. that mean? You know, the Arizona schools could probably get picked up by you know one of those conferences too. But for Oregon State and Washington State, which have let's be honest, are not of the same quality. Or tradi- well, no, I shouldn't say tradition. Washington State has a pretty rich tradition, but in the sense like of winning, you know, historically, like what happens to them? They probably end up playing at a Mountain West level. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking that earlier. They're not big enough Mm-mm. to go to a Big Ten or a Big Twelve. They're Mm-mm. they're they're not going to be in a power Mm-mm. conference. And, and so and so be- and and and. and, 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 and Right now, we're talking about what the consumer is thinking and how we are consuming, you know, the the, the sports and the schools. What about the schools themselves? Mm-hmm. Wazoo, I mean, they're going to be fine, but that is over the course of the next 10, 15, 20 years. That's a multi-billion-dollar hit. Yeah, yeah you'll see dec- a, a decline in the quality of players who want to get. You're not getting a Max Borgie. You're not getting a player like that in Washington State if you're not in the Pac-12. And you're playing USC and you're playing UCLA, you're playing Oregon no. and University of Washington. You're not doing so that's likely where this is headed. And you and I could talk this like ad nauseum. Oh but, god, I can know. talk about this for uh, forever. And and my thought here is in some like Washington State, I'm an alum, Oregon State. Let's be honest about who you are, what you are. Uh-huh. You're not Utah. Right. And maybe you belong in a Mountain West conference. Maybe. And to be frank, aren't we kind of tired of the two and 10, you know, the two and eight seasons, the two and yeah. nine seasons. And, you know, like once in a while, you know, like the Minshew year was great. Yeah. But that's not the rule for these teams. These teams like are on an average year. They're going to go 500. They're going to play best case. They're playing in the Sun Bowl. Best case. Yeah. No, best you're, case, right. you're playing in a Sun Bowl and you're and you're breaking even on your wins. You right. see, so you finish seven and six. If you're going six and six, perhaps 
that's the direction this goes. I can go one of two ways. The Pac-12 could collapse or it could bring in um, like a San Diego State. Yeah. Bring boys. State. You could bring in other Gonzaga. teams. UNLV. UNLV. Um, right. So there are options, mm-hmm. but it's 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 a tough road. It's it's a very very difficult road. Mm-hmm. Um, That's where I think it goes. And Pac twelve and, and the Pac well the Pac ten Pac twelve. It's not a, it's not as big a commodity as it was ten years ago. No, and Larry Scott's a big part of that. So those he, the, he, these smaller schools. I'm not saying they have all the leverage or most of it, but they have more. No, Cal, you know, like you know, oh, Cal, like no one's no one's turning on the TV for these teams. So we'll see how this shapes out. I suspect Oregon and University of Washington are out. I don't know what the incentive for them to stay is. They're going to end up with less money. There's yep. not more eyeballs coming to the screen. Um, and I think this lends itself to a greater trend coming of. Well, here's my question, Bryce. What's the point of the NCAA? What's the point? There's, what, an, what are they- there's an entire Blue Mountain State episode on the purpose of the NCAA, and to this day, I actually still don't know. What they have no power here. They have no, all, all the leverage is with the conferences, and so now the two conferences that have power, the SEC and the Big Ten. Yeah. And so what this is going to happen is, you know, you know, SEC is going to start looking at Florida State. They're going to start looking at Clemson. Uh-huh. Right. And I do think we're going to see the erosion of the conferences as they are now, which is fine. I'm not loyal to the Pac-12. I don't give no, a damn. I don't care. I'm not. I, I'm no. not loyal to the Pac-12. Never was. Um, but the problem is, is that there is no commissioner to oversee or organize this. It's just chaos. Nil. No. Chaos. Transfer portal. Chaos. Like it it's is nuts. absolutely. There's not crushing. one guy. Coward has been on this for years. Mm-hmm. There's like, where's the voice? Yeah, it's working right now. But what's the direction of this multi? You know, tens, twenties hundreds of billions of dollars of revenue each year and the product that all these schools provide it's 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 not there is no direction right now i don't know what the ncaa actually does i just know that they make a lot of money let me just look at hold on annual revenue of college football uh north of 100 billion Average annual total revenue for an FBS team is twenty million for the average team. That's average, but I mean one point one billion. One point yeah, yeah, one point one six billion. So hundred billion was a little bit off. That was a little hundred billion's a lot a hundred a lot of money, Bryce. Yeah, yeah, I know. But <laughs> so that'd the, be like, the that'd be like Elon Musk money. Yeah. But but can, can I, Elon I Musk you're... just purchase the NCAA? Uh, I don't know. He'll he'll just turn it all into like a meme coin. Um, yeah, I mean, but man. so <laughs> hundred billion. Sorry, I should have I should have corrected you sooner. Um, That's fine. Like just it. letting it rip here. Letting it go. I thought I thought you were saying a hundred million. Um, no billion. So that's a lot of money. Um, yeah, baby. So, but in any case, so Bryce's point though. There's a lot of money in this. There's a lot of players and then you know amongst all this too um like it's not going to affect the um football players too much for usc and ucla it will affect all the other sports oh god yeah trust me so like they get shafted again um which is just you know a story unto itself because no one's looking out for them because there's no ncaa commissioner right so it, it 
I have a hard time seeing where this is going other than the SEC and the Big Ten continuing to acquire talent. And then what you're going to have, Bryce, you're going to have the Big Ten North. You're going to have the Big Ten West. You're going to have the Big Ten South. You're going to have the SEC North, Southeast, Coastal, now, Northeast. this goes back to my question. Each of those subdivisions have 10? Yeah, or is yes. It, oh, yeah. it does. Okay, yeah, so we'll, they're just going to keep a Right, so it's just, just going to grow, be, just get bigger. Well, it's going to be super conferences, right? So we're going to... I'm down. Well, that's kind of what we had. I mean, the, the Power Five. Well, it's resetting now. It's resetting. Reallocating the, the resources. Yeah. All right. Well, and, and, and what's happening is the better run conferences, which is SEC, are going to consume teams from the more poorly run conferences like the Pac-12. I.e. Pac-12. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at. There's a lot, you know, to look there. And my big question is... <laughs> What's the point of the NCAA? I don't, I don't freaking get it. I don't know where this ends. This is a crazy roller coaster. Ride. I love it. I'm here for it. I yeah, like drama. The, o- the only thing is, I don't care about the Pac-12 no. in and of itself. No, I have like, never once cared about the Pac-12. All I'm I've not cared about is built to the conference. All I've cared about is the Huskies if they're good, and mm-hmm. the Cougars. I'll live or die. I'm 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 all in. My boys, my boys. I love and, the um, Cougs. I love being a Cougs fan. Everything about it. I love Pullman. I've only been there twice. I love it anyways. Get, get bitch back out there. And and I think for the, for the Cougar fans, I think our best case scenario here is either Pac-12 becomes more comparable in terms of competition with the Mountain West, or you go to something like the See, Mountain West. Does this affect, and you're more competitive. Does this affect Cougars fans? I don't think it does one bit. I really um, don't. Because in terms- it's just like... I want to see my Cougs win and go Cougs. The only thing you're not well, going to get the Apple you want Cup. To, you want, yeah, you want to see your Cougs beat University of Washington. That's it. Man, you, want to I see, guess you do want to see your team compete on the best level. The thing is they don't. They don't. Yeah, They no, don't I, and they can't. I, there's two sides to that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll parse that out. More to come. Also, like Texas going to the SEC is a freaking joke. I think they just get gonna, they got beat by really Kansas wops, at a home. It's going to get ugly. Freaking hysterical. Um, all right. Uh, moving on from college football to the 104th Tour de France, Bryce. Um, so today was stage five. I love it, man. I, I had a buckwheat pancake this morning. And I watched most of the – you and I were texting back and forth as we were watching great. this. Today was bananas, y'all. So basically – so just just tearing this up for everyone though, um, Bryce and I are pretty familiar with it. But uh, so the, the the route changes every year. Uh, this year was the first time it ever actually started in Copenhagen. Um, fun fact. But so this year it's going to be just a hair under two thousand and eighty miles, um, divided across <clears throat> twenty one stages. Six of them are going to be flat. Seven are going to be hilly. Six with mountains, with uh, individual time trials. And so. <clears throat> Today was stage five, which had 12 miles of cobblestones. And, and in your mind, imagine the brick patio in the back of someone's yard, and they were riding their bikes across. It like today. an old one. Right. So so that was today. Um, going into this, uh, some of the names you know to watch out for, it's, it's new. New names. So new names. The, the oh, returning God, yeah. champion is Tadej Pogacar. It's Tadej Pogacar. 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 Yeah. Pogacar. Thank you. Pogacar. A 23-year-old Slovenian who's won back-to-back Tour de France's. Um, and apparently he has like no apparent weaknesses. I don't know because, what he's bad at. No, well, the question mark not. today was going into this, can he ride on the cobblestones? Yep. And the answer was emphatically yes, he can. He finished seventh in the stage. Yeah. 
Yeah, nope. in, in this stage. Was it seven? Uh, was it something like that? One, six, two, three. I think it was seven. In the yeah. top top seven. But, top, so yeah. like, if, yeah. So he's the favorite coming in, coming into this. Um, he, he looks like a freak. Um, some of the competition he's looking at, another a fellow Slovenian named Primoz Roglic, um, who's in who's on a team called Jumbo Visma, who actually, and, and the thing with the Tour de France is you're not competing just by yourself. You actually have a team that's about built around you. 10, 11, 12 riders? It's about 10 riders. I think it's, I think it's 8 to 10. 8 to 10 riders? Not, okay. If, yeah. I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And, and, and really, when you're building these teams, you're building it probably around one guy. And, if, and can actually and, and a secondary guy. There's always a secondary guy, but for, for, you have one guy. Yeah, for the general classification, what that means is that's the time that you that you your overall time across all 21 stages. And the beauty of the Tour de France is, and I think that is, which makes it so compelling, is that each day is a race unto itself, which is part of a bigger race. And then within that, there's there's different competitions for the best rider who's under 23. You get a white jersey for the best rider in the mountain stages. You get a polka dot jersey for the best sprinter, mm-hmm. you know, which is there's these section in the courses that are categorized as a sprint, as yeah. a climb, mm-hmm. and you accumulate points for doing that, right? And so, like, it's it's incredible how the teams have to strategize around this, right? Because um, who are they looking at? So, so Primo's Roglic is in in. UC, I think Vingegaard are both on Team Jumbo Visma, right? And so those yeah. are their two competitors. And and the general conference. and Volt Van Art, he's on exactly. They have three studs, uh huh, on that team. And, yeah, and, and and so and it's interesting. The strategy here is is like Roglic and Vingegaard will be going for the yellow jersey, but Vout Van Art is going to push for green because he's a sprinter. And so what's interesting is we're five stages in and he actually has He's got the, the overall yellow. lead. He's got the yellow because typically the tour starts off with flat. Well, you yes. start off the time trial and you start off in the flatter stages. So the sprinters actually typically take, take the lead. They do. Um, and so like he'll own, I think he has both the green and the yellow right now. I, if not, Maybe. I think so. He's close on the green. Right. I know so, that. <clears throat> so he actually had, so he has a kind of a unique role in that he's a specialist on that team. And I'll talk more about that today. Uh, a couple other just names to watch out for Garrett Thomas. Um, mm-hmm. This is his 12th TDF um, Tour de France start um, on team Ineos. He's, he's a competitor. Um, Alexander Vaslov has another great team. Um, <clears throat> and then um, did you add this one? Bah- Bahrain victorious Caruso. Mm-mm. Did I-, I don't know that name. I put that down. So just not one I'm familiar with. And then for anyone who's kind of like a passive fan and knows the name Bernal, who the, the uh, Egon Colombian, Bernal. he's Colombian, Colombian writer. He's not competing this year and didn't last year because he had an epic crash that he's still recovering from. He's one. back to training now, but um, you know, when he does come back to full form, like watching him against Pogacar will be fascinating. So anyway, so that's, that tees it up today was stage five. What do we see Bryce chaos? It was awesome. But the, chaos that, what, drama. I don't even know where to start because each stage insanity. takes about three and a half hours, and if you're just a, if you're a fresh fan watching it, you're like, uh, "It's a lot." This is really boring because because mm. early on you don't appreciate actually how r- ridiculous these the strategy, are, the strategy mm-hmm. behind it, how dangerous it actually is. Um, I think they were averaging 50 kilometers an hour today. That sounds about right. Yeah. Because it, <laughs> in the first hour, they got through like 53 kilometers. 
Holland. Holland ass. Yeah, Holland ass. Um, moving product. There's so many different. There's uh, there's an infinite number of things that could go wrong. The team Jumbo uh, of Visma, who's oh. who is the best team. Terrible who day. Was the best team coming into it. They had a horrible day. Why did they have a bad day? Um, a couple of their crashes. guys had. Uh, there were crashes. Bike flat problems. tires. Bike problems. It's just a number that, of things well, that, that could go. That Vingegaard guy, who we said who's kind of like their alternate, Bryce and I were watching, um, and he something went wrong with his bike, and so he had his teammates around him. So he tries to get off his bike onto another guy, but the yeah. other guy is the tallest guy in the tour, and like he can't get in the seat. He uh-huh. ditches that bike. Another partner tries to give him his bike. That doesn't work, and then you know the team car pulls up. It was like total chaos and drama that you don't get to see in many other sports, like like it's it's that whole essence of the machine right like these incredible athletes but they are dependent on a machine as well and so like it adds that extra layer uh-huh. when the bike goes wrong it doesn't matter how good you are no it doesn't matter anyone can slide anyone's you know can puncture a tire and that's that's the incredible drama of all of this like it can go wrong for anyone mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're good you can't yeah. be lucky yeah so we're only through stage five. There's 16 mm-hmm. more stages. Uh, yeah. Van Art is leading by 12 seconds. You know, I don't, I can't remember his name, but the guy in second place is an American. Yeah. Nielsen. I think. Ni- Nielsen. Nielsen. Something. Yeah. Oh, no. Pardon me. Oh, no, no, no. Second place overall. It's, um, it's Nielsen. Palace. Yeah. Niel- Nielsen Palace. Nielsen yeah. Palace. Yeah. He's American in second. The Americans haven't been at, at, I mean, mm-hmm. ever since Neil Armstrong, I haven't been competitive in this Neil? race. Lance Armstrong. Did I say Neil? Neil went to the moon. And Neil went to the moon. Lance Armstrong. I'm Neil was... Armstrong. Lance Armstrong was the since Lance, which is well over 10, 11, 12 years ago. Um, Lance. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. Lance. Buzz Aldrin, famous cyclist. Um, but yeah, but. But yeah, they've not been really competitive. No, uh, they the, Brit, the the Brits have been um, with uh, Chris Froome, Chris Froome and Wiggins, right? Um, there was an Italian a couple of years ago, but um, but yeah, so Vincenzo like really... Nibli, yes, yeah, baby, he, he housed that oh, one. It it was the it was the tour of 2014. <laughs> After five stages, it wasn't close. He had like a six minute lead on <laughs> the field. That's it. It's like you're not gonna beat me. But what I love about what I love about this this tour is it's it's long, it's grueling. These athletes are tested to their limits every day, day in day out. There's no easy day. There's not an easy stage. There are there's easy no shortcut ones. home. There's no shortcut home. It's a rocky um, song. But <laughs> um, but the 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 tour is in stages, as you said. The first six seven stages race within the race are you know kind of flatter well, ones, the, sprinters, and then once you go on the mountains, those sprinters fall off a cliff. Not literally, right. yes, yeah, right. but <laughs> well, we hope not. I sure but as hell hope not. That's that's a good point, and Bryce makes a good point. So like the sprinter is like they're not competing for the overall classification. No. they're competing for the green jersey because they they typically you typically do not see someone who can both climb and sprint. Right. The old, and then, God, I mean, the, the last person to be able to, I don't know, climb and sprint. I, I can, I can't think of it. Right. Cause you think of the Sagan uh, brothers as the, as the sprinters, right. Peter Sagan. And then, um, remember, um, Andy Schleck, remember the Schleck brothers. Oh, the Schleck brothers. Yeah. 
that's I mean that's uh, that that's a, that's a, that's a, that, that's a name from quite a while ago. Those yeah. guys could dominate the mounds and sprint. Peter Sagan is a is one of the best sprinters in the world right now. Um, God, you know this uh, one of my favorite writers of all time mm. is Mark Cavendish. Oh yeah, Cavi. He he was in the race last year. He he's not. I don't think he's racing this year. He didn't get picked up. But he was in the race last year. Um, he joined two days before the tour. He finally he got a contract for some random team, and he won like three stages. And to win a stage on tour is, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, people strive their their entire career to win a stage. Um, I I, I love everything Speaking about of which, this race. Yeah, the winner today is guys. His name was Steve Simon, Clark, and Simon Clark. Simon Clark. He had never won a stage before. He's he didn't 30. have a team earlier this year he's old didn't have a team had no offers he didn't have a team on june 29th oh he didn't no no he literally (laughs) got a contract on the 29th got his ass to copenhagen two days before the race he got a contract hauled his ass to copenhagen and won a stage in, in, in stage five i i don't know what's my favorite part either the the climbs or the sprints because either way, it's three and a half, four, sometimes five hours of just grueling racing, going as hard as you can. And they, I love watching the mountains because it's just pain, man. It's, and, and the and the peloton breaks up, and you've got all these different groups, and that's where you it's have lost. Twenty two different groups. A peloton that's, is thirty racers. Um, that's but, when you see. That's when you see the guys drop off, and they finish like an hour later. Oh God, yeah, they just can't, they can't hang. Especially when they go through the Pyrenees and they go through the, um, the they go through the Alps. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, it's coming. It's, a, it's, it's a coming. Absolute. Remar- it's it's. I think it's one of the best sporting events of Full the stop. year. Mm-hmm. For me, at least. Um, God, just watching them race for 140 kilometers and then going balls to the walls in the last three the kilometers end. and just yeah. as fast as they possibly can. Seeing those sprinters, like full-on real sprints, they do the slingshot. It's it's amazing. Oh, it's, I, the I science love of it. strategy. Yeah. It, it all happens so quick. You have to make split-second decisions, and it could cost you a win. You could get a win. Who it knows? It cost you the whole tour. Yeah, you could uh, you could slip up on a railing and shatter your shatter your collarbone, and you uh, mm-hmm. and you're done. That's a show. It's 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 an amazing Lance race. Lance Armstrong rode a tour with a shattered collarbone. He did, yeah. <laughs> he did. Incredible. So we'll we'll have an update in a couple weeks' time. Yeah. But that's it's exciting. I suspect Pogachar. If he just what I saw today and, and what I've seen previously from him, I suspect if he can stay as out of long trouble, as he has a clean a clean race, he'll win. Um, I think so. That's the thing about this is on Lance Armstrong. Granted, yes, he cheated. He admitted he so cheated. Everyone so did else. everybody else. Everyone but at else the same time, against. things have to go your way. Mm-hmm. You have to make the right decisions. Your team has to be dialed in for 24 days. And he no won mistakes. five in a row. Yeah. Seven that's total. Un- that's it, it, I, That's not going to... I mean, so <laughs> many things have to go right. It's a decade of dominance. It was so fun to watch. It's like him. me as a golfer going out and shooting a 60 five days in a row. Right. It's not just once. It's not once, not twice, three, four. It's f- five times in a row. 
it's like the P, it's like winning the PGA Tour five times in a row. Yes, it's it's not it, I mean, it's winning not, that Augusta five times in a row. It's remarkable. No I mean, five holes, five five aces no. in a row. It doesn't happen. No, no. it's um, hard. So yeah, freaking love it, man. Um, all right, so wrapping this up. Yeah, story of the week: dumpster fire, Brooklyn Nets. KD calling it quits. Gathered his money for a year, rehabbing the Achilles. Came back, played with Kyrie. Uh, got smoked in the playoffs, and he's out. Called it quits. And I was just reading a report on ESPN. Like people are trying to reach out to him, and no one can find him. KD just, just off just the grid. Goes, just off the grid. He's in the lab. I'm just, I'm just hooping, man. I, you know, just trying to hoop. It's like, well, you're hooping and collecting forty five million dollars. And that so whole, I think- the whole thing that like. Kyrie, he, I can't remember what his statement was a week or two ago, but he opted in and had something to say about, you know, normal men just go with the flow. I'm abnormal. It was something along those lines. I'm sorry you had to opt in for your $43 million yeah, player option. Yeah, my heart, my heart goes my out heart to goes you. My heart goes out to you. I, I, I hope you find what you're looking for. Um, but go to the Lakers. Oh. might help. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, God, another think? one, another one about the, my story of the week. This was uh week, two weeks ago. Um, John wall, you know, remember his contract with the wizards four years ago, large, it was a five year supermax extension. Um, yes, f- well over $40 million a year yet. He, he, he hasn't played over 20 or 25 games in a season since that contract. It's one of the worst contracts in sports history. He opts into his uh, $46 million player option. Uh-huh. And instead of the ne- instead of the Wizards saying, okay, we'll keep you on the – or no, the Rockets saying, we'll keep you on the payroll, um, we're going to buy out your contract for $39 million. Here's a check for $39 million. You are now a free agent. So he opts in. Collects $39 million only to go sign with the Clippers for a two-year, $12 million contract. It's – as a, go get your – get the bag, man. Get your money. You've earned it, kind of. Um, but He sat out, he how, sat out last year. Why did he sat out? Sat it, out was up to, it was the Rockets' decision. They didn't want to play him. Oh, my God. And he played 40 games the year before, did not play the year before. In the last four years, 30, he's played. So okay, so since his contract, he's played thirty-two. In, did yeah. not play forty. Did not play. He's played in a hundred eleven games in the last four seasons, Art of the and deal. has collected a hundred eighty million dollars. Hey, nice Get the bag, man. Like a million dollars a game. Get the bag, dude. Yeah, yeah. Get more dollars per game than LeBron. Yeah, look at that. But how, when you join a new team, how do you, do your, do your, do your, do your, do your teammates respect you? No. Like, so how, how do you live with yourself if you're playing on the team? It It's delusion. You don't care about it? It's like, all right. Delusion. Okay. Oh my God. It drives me and, nuts. And um, I'm just surprised that Browns didn't sign him. John Wall? <laughs> <laughs> Surprised the Browns didn't pay off his We're contract. Bring him on in a edge rusher, psych psychology uh, edge rusher consultant. <laughs> You're not actually going to do anything, no, but we're going to bring Ben you. Simmons. We're going to bring Ben Simmons on as the, as the uh, physical the coach therapist because <laughs> the he's been through so much. 
So yeah, it comes back to the Nets. That's yeah. who they have left. Kyrie a back surgery out. and $150 million at 25 years old. Nets are going to be so bad. I love it, dude. I love it. Where do you want KD to go? I want him to go to the Chicago Bulls, but I think he's going to go to the Heat. I think he's going to go to the Heat, too. I think he's going to the Heat because they can offer more. The Suns had offered like five different, you know, five different trade offers, and the Mm -hmm. Nets were like, yeah, we're not even close, dude. Just stop trying. Nah. Yeah. Just, just give me like just well, give me all your fringe okay. players. Before and like your we entire go, G League team. B- before we end, you have to give them an entire players. roster and then players. supplement with scrubs. <laughs> before we go, my actual story of the week is the Utah Jazz absolutely fleecing fleecing the Minnesota Timberwolves. They gave up Rudy. three first round picks, three <laughs> players, and this past year's former first round pick for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> so yes, they have two of the great, they have probably the best front court in all of basketball, but they don't have a future, but they don't have shooters or a future. You're not winning games, dude. You might make the playoffs. You might you win to, a couple games. Hell, you Mark might get Wahlberg. a series because you're going to call Mark Wahlberg. Sure, call, Carl shooters. Anthony Towns might go off for 40 and 20 in a game while <laughs> Gobert has nine blocks. If that's what you're looking for as the Timberwolves owner, great. You got what you wanted, dude. But God, you idiot. You no, got fleeced. Bryce, Bryce, you forgot about Patrick Beverly. Oh, the key piece. He was he was the real <laughs> he was the real trade piece in this one. The creme de la creme. <laughs> yeah, the Timberwolves traded him away. He's gone. He's at Utah now. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. Can we, are we, uh, why do we are we pretending like that Gobert is it's the guy like a seven one LeBron? He's not. He's a, he's he's the guy. He's the piece. Wait, he's what we need. Was he? Was he on? No, he was on the Timberwolves, and he went. To no, jazz. he was on the Jazz, and the no, no, Jazz. No, no, he was on the Timberwolves. No, Gobert was on the Jazz. No, no, no. Patrick Beverly. Oh, be- yeah, he was on the Wolves. Yeah, so I'm that's... telling you, yeah, the Timberwolves no, got fleeced. That's what I'm saying. What are you saying? I'm. <laughs> he's on first. No, no, he. No. Who's on second? I don't know. What about him? He's on third. Who's he? But, I just I told you. Were... I thought they were playing third. No, that's our that's our outfielder. He's right field. No, but he's right field. I he... thought he was on first. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic. All right, that's a good one to finish on. Completely off the rails. Um, Moral of the story: gonna... The Timberwolves got fleeced. Fleeced for a seven-two. John Wall's a financial. Protector. John Wall's a financial genius. God, just go start a hedge fund, man. Just retire. Just do it. Get out. Go get Clearly don't want to play basketball. No. All right. All right. In any case. All right. We're back in two weeks. Yeah. Maybe sooner. Thanks, y'all. God. <laughs>